0: Welcome to Witch Police, Radio. Witch Police Radio, episode number 24.
1: four
0: This one features uh, Garrett Everett as our guest.
1: Guest, yes, guest.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, and uh, Garrett is someone you probably would have heard on here before. Um, He's got a lot of stuff on... Does Witch he have a lot
2: of stuff on Witch Police? No, he
0: actually he has an album that I'm going to put on Witch Police that right. he's done, which I haven't done. The How end, would they have he, heard? Oh, well, there's a bunch of live stuff though. from the he's, Orange. Yeah, from the Orange House shows. He's done just oh, yeah. three of them, I think, now that he's played at. That there should be music up from, at least from two of them anyway. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, he plays a song at the end of the show too. He's another one of these guests who decided to perform. And so So he was forced to perform. (laughs) Forced to perform at gunpoint. And so if you listen to the end of the show after the last recorded song, you'll hear uh, Garrett doing a live tune. And yeah, this is, um, what was the theme this week? I don't
2: even remember. Should have thought of that before we hit the recording. Totally should
0: have thought of that. Um, Was it like hairdressers? No. what was it? Seriously, I mean, I'm thinking back
2: of what songs we played. What song did I even play?
0: Uh, it was uh, lawyer. The theme was lawyer. There you go. So yeah, we're talking about obviously. Should have played
2: like, the intro from that Saturday Night Live skit. I should have played Frozen Caveman Lawyer. <laughs> Once yeah. was a caveman. <laughs> now
0: he's a lawyer. You don't even need to play. It, you're just singing. Yeah,
2: Unfrozen Caveman
0: Lawyer. <laughs> Unfortunately, this episode doesn't actually have any frozen cavemen. It's just lawyers. But um, Garrett, uh, the reason that I know him, well, I mean, it doesn't matter how I know him, but my primary association with him, uh, I guess aside from the Orange House shows, has been that we we tried to start a doom metal band last summer. Uh, I didn't go too far because we didn't have a lot of time to do it, but we recorded a bunch of stuff. So as I've been doing on some of these other shows, uh, in the intro, I'm throwing little sound clips from different things. So I'm going to throw a couple minutes of um, some of the doom metal. Do you guys have a doom metal name? Uh, yeah, we were gonna call it Shibboleth, which is this oh, name yeah. I've wanted to use for so long. And terms turns out some other metal band from, like, Alberta has the name Shibboleth. Blast. And so Garrett actually had a name, and it was something crazy, but I've completely forgotten it. But I don't know if these will ever get finished, but, like, uh, it sounded pretty cool. And, uh, when you hear his song at the end, it doesn't sound anything like doom metal at all. Right. It's very kind of, uh, like, I don't know, what would you call it? I
2: don't know. Moody Folk? Moody Folk. All right.
0: So, uh, yeah, you, can, you listen to Witch Police Radio, um... Throughout this episode, I keep calling it episode 23, even though it's episode 24. Okay. And this has been a common problem with the last few episodes. I'm just too scattered to figure it out. But anyway. Uh, we need a whiteboard. We need a whiteboard. We have a chalkboard right there we should be using. Oh, there we go. Uh, to download any of the previous episodes and stream them. Or this one, which you've heard somehow. Uh, magic. And UMFM 101.5, Monday nights 11 o'clock p.m. Or umfm.com to stream it. You can also go on the social media and whatnot facebook uh the we are the witch police group or at witch police fm
2: yeah or just go to the website dot com look up some random music that yeah that's 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 good probably idea. the best idea right good i mean idea.
0: yeah you don't have to stay connected with the current things that are happening you just look up the old stuff yeah good
2: too Lost there
0: all right so garrett everett witch police radio uh lawyers mm. Alright, so this is, uh, yeah. height show. Can you turn off that light? It's creeping me out a little bit in the background there. Yeah, this is episode number, uh, what, 43? 107. 107. Episode number 43 of Witch Booth Radio, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this is, uh, another three-person show. We actually managed to get, like, all three hosts plus a guest for the last, I think, three in a row, which is kind of rare, so that's over now. <laughs> Uh, now it's, the winning streak, the winning, then. winning streak is done So now it's just me and John Rob couldn't make it today But Rob will hopefully be back for the next one And our guest this week is Garrett Everett Hello. And Garrett, uh, you may have heard some of his stuff On Witch Police in the past Because he's been um, He's been pretty involved in the, those Orange House shows That yeah. we posted And you actually have an album, right?
3: I have an album out. I recorded it about a year ago.
0: Can I put it on Witch Please?
3: Uh sure. All right, there um, we go.
0: You see your album on the Witch Please at some there
3: point. You go. Some songs I maybe wouldn't like you to put on Witch because I feel like I've got better versions in the works. But I'll uh, put the whole thing on there. Yeah, put the whole <laughs> thing on there. Let's embarrass myself. Yeah, whatever. That's cool. There's some good stuff on there, there's some bad stuff on there. Well it's and- an album, right?
2: Wait, what is it what is it called? So it is happening. called From Fear to Love, I believe. Yeah, I think I
0: downloaded it once, and then I listened to it, and then I forgot I had it, and it turned up, and I was like, oh yeah, right, here <laughs> it is. Well. But we were actually, like, <clears throat> working on some stuff last summer. Yeah. We were trying to get some doom metal uh, yeah. stuff going, and it actually sounded pretty good. Um, Just the really, really, really rough Yeah, we had, we had, stuff we did. Yeah, we did had
3: bass and drums, and we kept switching it up. Yeah, it was pretty cool, uh, yeah, yeah. we caught yeah. some really good stuff and some really bad stuff, as yeah. per usual, so. yeah. Hopefully we can get some of the really good stuff
0: on. uh, I think I might actually throw like uh, a brief clip of the really good stuff into the intro. Because what I want (laughs) to do actually on these shows, and you've probably heard if you've heard the last few, is that like whenever there's an opportunity to throw some kind of sound clip in there on the intro, I'm going to do it just to make it, you know...
2: Yeah, yeah, change it up. Help
0: illustrate who the people are. Like, I mean, with the uh, when, when Al was on the show, I uh, used the sound clip from the uh, Ransom Note with the robot, right? And then, like, Johnny was <laughs> on the show the next week, and I threw a sound clip on one of his old bands, and, and, and so on and so forth. So Jessica was on there. I put a filtered reality sound clip on there from oh, our band. Al, I'll check it out. Band we were 12 years old. The drummer of our band when we were 12 years old was on the week before you were nice here. So, wow, that's cool. So we had her on, and she played a song and stuff too, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, anyway, you're here now, and uh, the theme this week is Lawyers. Lawyers. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, random word generator again, strikes again. What are you going (laughs) to (laughs) do? Gives us an interesting theme. So I don't know how you guys uh, felt about that one, but... um, There's a rough go.
2: Yeah, I felt... I I had no problem with it at first. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'll find something interesting here. And then I started looking, and then I kept looking. And sometimes I was picking, um, you know, on my list, like, stuff that I thought just by way of the song title I could maybe interpret it, and then I would read the lyrics, and I'm like, well, this has nothing to do with anything, so...
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of the the good thing about the show though, is as long as you can find some way to justify it it'll work
2: or I've, yeah i was almost gonna like make up a story about what i would have made the song about had i named it i actually wouldn't be opposed to that, I don't I think that would see. Be... maybe i'll change some of my picks yeah you might want to yeah. um
0: but no actually i was looking at, i was uh i had some ideas right off the top of my head and i, I i'm gonna play those i think the ones that first came to mind cool. which i like doing when i can but i was i decided to look it up to see what if there's anything i was missing that was obvious right so i looked up songs about lawyers mm-hmm. apparently jackson brown had an album called lawyers in love and that was That's the lead weird. single and it's horrible I, I listened to the, i listened to the single oh man is it bad it's like <laughs> it's like 80s jackson brown so it's like you know that really 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 soft light rock kind of stuff but like Ooh. in the 80s so the the production is just horrible and yeah oh yeah yeah really really yeah. bad so so we're not playing that okay yeah.
2: we well, yeah, any other uh, interesting finds
0: uh, No, there's a lot of songs that like people would put on the internet saying, "Oh, yeah, the that have lawyers referenced in them." I mean, there's a lot of songs that involve court scenes that I was thinking of too. Like Johnny Cash has a ton of songs where he's in court at one point or another in the song, right? Because sure. <laughs> he's been arrested for something. And there's some really good ones, but they don't specifically mention lawyers. Um, N.W.A. "Fuck the Police" that's set in the courtroom. Mm. Oh, really? And they're each each, each verse is their testimony them. about this this fucked up situation. Oh, yeah. Right. Ah. So so uh, I was thinking of that, but they don't specifically mention lawyers in that either. So but there's a lot of courtroom stuff, and then a lot of like people breaking laws stuff and we yeah. did a police episode a while back yeah episode six and that's so it's almost 20 episodes ago now which is crazy but um i feel like i use some of my best songs on that topic on the police one so so i'm good for uh for lawyers i don't know do you want me to start things off here with a song Sure. Or? Yeah. okay sure. um well the first one i wanted to play is a song called uh, the hammer and i don't know if you guys remember back oh, yes. in yeah <laughs> i guess it was in the late 90s maybe mid to late 90s Maybe even earlier. Yeah, there's a good, like, five-year run. There's a think. while. There's a guy who was on American TV, uh, like, know, infomercial type things that came through on a lot of Canadian channels we could pick up here called Jim the Hammer Shapiro. Okay. And his whole thing was, like, uh, he basically just yelled at the TV, like, <laughs> about, about how he was, like, you know, I'm an SOB, but I'm going to be your SOB. That's right, yeah. And, like, he was going to, like, and there's, like, signs flashing, like, it says, victim, 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 victims, <laughs> And there's, like, pictures of bloody people running around and stuff, and he's screaming about how he's going to get the best deal for you. know, wow. So um this is Jim the Hammer Shapiro. So, Milka, who is a local band, and actually um, Greg Crow, the singer of Milka, is going to be on the show in a few weeks, which is really cool, um, oh, nice. as the guest. So, uh, I, it's kind of too bad we're not playing this then, but it's still, it's an awesome song. It's the first thing that I thought of. They did a song about Jim okay. the Hammer Shapiro. So, we'll listen to that, I guess, and then uh, I'm actually going to dig up a, a YouTube clip of... Um, Jim Hammer Shapiro and we'll just play a little bit oh, out, nice. on here while we're talking about okay, it is, is,
3: is, he, is he an advertising phenomenon or is he a public access TV phenomenon? No, he's
0: like a late night advertising thing but I
2: think it, um, like... I'm surprised you wouldn't know because like, I, I, 9 out of 10 people like our age I think that we would ask knows remember Jim, Jim and Hammer yeah, Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah.
0: it's, like, it's like one of those things that popped up he's a blip and it's just so ridiculous that like, uh, I'm almost wondering if maybe if you see it you'll actually recognize that, it. That might be true too. And I actually read that, uh, I'll look it up while we're listening to the song but I read that... Um, he had been uh, in trouble for uh, a certain legal um, misdeeds he was involved in, and I think that they actually the law changed in some whatever part of the states, New York, I guess, he was in Rochester, okay. New York, uh, about like the type of advertising that lawyers are allowed to do. Oh, okay. Because of his ridiculous, like over the top, like <laughs> basically, I mean, he doesn't say uh, it, but it's I'll basically. I'll break your leg like, and you consume it. Yeah, we pay for blood. Like that's essentially <laughs> the, the the thing there, right? So, I think he kind of. Uh, Screwed up that whole thing because it was so over Except the top. Set the bar pretty low, yeah. Anyway, hold on, Milka. If you don't, if you don't know who they are, I don't know. You, I mean, John, I don't know you. You know who they are because yep. I, I remember listening to them at your house. But uh, do you know hold and Milka?
3: No idea. They not. were
0: a local ska band in the m- mid to late nineties, and they were probably the, the big lo- reason that i started this they band. were like the seminal Scott. they were thing. unbelievable what and they, they were claim? they were signed to stomp records which was out of montreal and like the planet smashers and the king bids all these big bands we were listening to were on that label so the fact that these guys were local and like my shitty band played shows with them open for them and stuff nice. it was just like yeah these are just so cool and we just loved like i don't know if you were as much into them but you liked
2: them uh, right? yeah because i was into scott at the time. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah but i remember just like i loved that band they were so good And this is off their second album um al's diner and uh the first one is definitely out of print and the second one Like I think you can Probably still order it From Stomp maybe But it's like You can't find this shit In stores anymore Which is too bad Because it's great I mean Planet Smashers You can find everywhere But Holodomilka It's just like They've kind of I guess because they've Been broken up for like 10 years or something now Right so Yeah I mean The demand but isn't The anymore. demand is not there They were pretty locally Famous I think oh, okay. only But uh, Greg Crow is yeah, now In a band called The Scarlet Union He does solo stuff And his solo album's Really good And Scarlet Union's Really good so well, right. But he'll be on the show In a few weeks hopefully So uh, cool. check it out And uh, here's The Hammer by 546-7777 okay. I still remember the phone number
2: Yeah uh, So we're, th- that was A YouTube clip And there was yeah. A split screen With him screaming yeah. On one side And on the other side Fire. Pictures of fires <laughs> And then words like Paralysis yeah. And broken bones And hurt Flashed in Yeah
3: okay, I think the last word That flashed though Was the word trucks <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to figure That one out I've never seen that before don't no, really I, yeah. yeah. I haven't either He's
0: bottom. got a You should that, look him but. up He's got a lot of videos Like it's, uh, yeah. it's a pretty Pretty decent collection Of uh, them Pretty good run <laughs> yeah, he did, actually, yeah. So he's uh, Jim the Hammer Shapiro. So that's what that song was about. And uh, I think it's awesome that they decided to write, like, a kind of jaunty little Scott number yeah, for sure. about Jim oh, the yeah. Hammer Shapiro. Yeah, uh, Seems to make sense
2: in a, in a way. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So he, um, yeah, he's, uh, hang on, I'm just looking him up here. Uh, he was sued for malpractice in <laughs> <laughs> 2002. Only <once. laughs> um, Yeah, apparently. Uh, what else did he do here? Apparently he lives in Florida now. He's been, uh... I figured he would have had he's gone like to a trial s- for misleading advertising, legal malpractice. He lost, had to pay one point five million dollars in court. Whoa. Um He was suspended from practicing law in New York and Florida. <laughs> so Where he he's, lives. He's had an illustrious <laughs> career for sure, right. yeah. And he's been sued in two thousand four by uh, four other people, as well. But he's a philanthropist, and he gives lots of money to his community for like children's youth, uh, sports and stuff. So, I mean, you can't nice. can't you know that's that's all right. You can't pay a off. Okay. Yeah. He's their son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, right? I don't know, yeah. So, it's kind of cool. And he has a bunch of books he's written, too. Uh, one's called, the first book he ever wrote was called... all caps. Soothe the Bastards. It's the first book called Sue the Bastards. Million uh, Dollar Lungs, Victims' Rights to Maximum cast, Cash, Get Back All Your Lost Investments, and Injury Victims' Rights to Maximum Cash. So there's a sequel there. <laughs> victims' Rights to Maximum Cash and Injury Victims, just to specify, you know. And then trucks. And then trucks. <laughs> trucks. trucks. Truck victims. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, uh, that's uh, that's Jim the Hammer that's Shapiro. Funny.
2: Cool. Let's I'm
3: kind of not surprised that he hasn't been sued more than that though, because I mean, yeah. think about going up legally against a lawyer.
0: Oh wow! Codes, right. He was selling T-shirts apparently. I wish I, I want one what? of these. The shirts had okay. Here's the description: A vicious beast with blood dripping from its fangs, and the words "Protected by vicious sob Jim the Hammer Shapiro." Oh,
4: that's so good.
0: <laughs> I want that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you probably had to be his client, right? Like to get that, but I will become his client. Oh man, man, that's amazing. <laughs> That's so. Can great. I just fake
2: sue you, Sam, and then like I'll give it. Yeah, up. call just, him up. Uh, yeah, sue yeah, yeah. so the, the show. Like, the
0: do the, <laughs> sue the radio show. Yeah. It's for misrepresentation or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: That would be pretty accurate.
0: You're not misrepresented on this show. All right. You're, um, I think you're accurately represented. Maybe that's why it hurts so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, a we'll Milk. I don't so know. So it seems I mean, to make uh, sense
2: that they would have written that. It seems like a, like scub bands tend to do that, right? They can write goofy songs or like there's any anything. Yeah, well,
0: especially in the '90s, right? This came out in '99, and that was like right right at the kind of. I guess it was like the decline, or like near the end point of the third wave, right? Because All in the Milk wasn't around much longer than that either. Mm-hmm. I think they broke up in 2000, I want to say. Alright. And their last show was one of the best shows I've ever been to ever. Oh. Like their their final show, it was at the Albert, and it was ridiculous. Cool. Like it was...
2: Yeah, I remember, like they would have for sure been like the first ska band that I'd yeah. seen. And you probably were at the show with me, I'm sure. Very like, possible. And um, do you know how many horns... Like, what was their horn section? Uh,
0: they had uh, trombone, trumpet, uh, barry sax, and then an alto sax, I think?
2: Okay, cause, yeah, I just remember when I saw it. That was the first time I would seen, like, a band with a horn section. With horn section. Know, yeah, and know. it just, like, takes it to another level. Like, For sure. The, the sound yeah. is so loud. And the suits. It too, seems so pro. Yeah, because they're wearing yeah. suits and... Uh, yeah, nice. a great band, though. Totally great band. Synch- and, like, like, synchronized, probably, like, horn yeah movements.
0: For sure. Well, we were so lame that, like, when... Uh, When I bought this album, right? Because of course, like, you know, I bought it at the show when it first came out, the CD release party, because I was going to see them every chance I got, like... This was what I was really into at the time, and because um, we were in a band that played similar but way worse quality, uh, <laughs> yeah. and like they thanked us in the liner notes, and I remember just being like, oh, "Yeah, wait. we're such rock stars. <laughs> <You> <laughs> want to milk and thank This in the liner notes." You know, really, it's like you know, I, I mean, do like
2: getting, still like I love it. I love it, man. There's, I, I, yeah,
0: I have sure. a list. I have a list of, of albums that like I'm thanked in, and it makes me happy. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's all local bands that got sold to like five people, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm right, yeah. in the liner notes." Like, I'm on like a bunch of Brad Attack albums, and like uh, that's up an Adam Seven Inch. They got me thanked on there um ooh, oh you know big time now but like it's cool it's, it's nice to see yeah, like it's
3: and and it's, and it's cool it's like a like i mean winnipeg's such a small town kind of a, of a city and it's, yeah. it's neat to have that connection between the artists yeah and it's cool it's yeah like, nobody who ever made it big but still people around town that you see on the street and it's kind of like it's like, kind of oh, funny hey, that like, way so. i remember
2: being at a show with someone recently and um they had seen the performer at like a previous show and maybe he said oh that was a really good show at the time yeah and the person like remembered them and said like oh hey and that, like, made their... Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's great.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially now, too, it's so cool because you can just go on, like, Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and even if someone's higher stature than, like, a local band, you can still, like, connect with them directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, back then, it was just, like, you know, the reason we're mentioned on there is because we were another ska band in Winnipeg. We played shows with them all the time, right? It wasn't like we did anything special. It's like we were one of the four ska bands in Winnipeg. <laughs> so they're like, oh, thanks for playing all these shows with us because that's whoever we we're always, you know, yeah. on the same bill with. But but I honestly, like, Holden milka. I'd, I I wanted to I w- Hold on milk. Like was my favorite Local band ever For a long time Until I heard the Quiffs Yeah <laughs> And the yeah. Quiffs are my 100% all time Never ever gonna be defeated the be Greatest band own, yeah. In the history of Winnipeg
2: Ever Did you ever see Erica and Al- plus Alana Equals Pooh Equals Pooh poo? Yes I did Okay
0: Yeah and, like, I really want to get Erica on the show, and she said she'd like to be on the show oh, at some yeah. point. So, like, I will tell her to her face that the Quiffs is the greatest band. I, I haven't told to her already, like, she knows. But, Holden and Milka and I heard the Quiffs. And this is not a slant on Holden and Milka, like, I love them still. But the Quiffs is just, like, this thing that is so highly elevated above everything else. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Winnipeg band's great. Holden and Milka, Jim yeah. Shapiro, Blood, Trucks. <laughs> Check <laughs> them out. Check them out, yeah. All
2: right, why don't we well, let our guest uh, throw Yeah, them what do you
3: got? Sure. I've got a song uh, from a group called Unita from Southern California. Um, and it's a song called King, which is just generally epic because it's a kick-ass rock song off their album. Um, reason why they're related to lawyers, topic of the day. Um, this album was never actually released. Uh, they were involved in a lot of litigation, a lot of delays. Basically, they submitted it to the record company. The record company was sold. Then they were trying to get the record approved. And they went through this whole thing where somebody somewhere up, up the line didn't like the album. Didn't think it would sell, so they just kept going, you know, you have two months to respond to this letter, right. and they waited the full 60 days kind of thing, and it just kept getting delayed, and eventually they just shelved the project. By the time it was all done, the band had broken up anyway. Did they
0: have any other albums out before that, or like, um, was this their this was their album? Like, this I, I know nothing about them.
3: I'm this not, was, yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, this was, they've got two albums out that I know of. This is from their album, The Great Divide, uh, and they also have another album called Coping with the Urban Coyote and I think they've released a live album of them performing.
0: Well, this is a lot newer than I thought, just based on the, the the bit I heard of what you... Yeah, this is like late 90s, early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, for sure,
3: yeah. Um, and the other thing that's cool about it, too, um, that also involves layers is that John Garcia, the guy who's singing for them, also sang in the band called caius yeah, yeah yeah, um which you may be familiar with because after caius broke up they queens became of the stone age. queens of the stone age two of the guys went on and became yeah, queens of yeah. the stone age and everybody else just went on to do independent projects yeah and there was a lot of uh, legal kerfuffle going on there too
0: so this is like this is like that weird kind of desert stoner rock this is desert
3: rock is what they call it uh some people call it stoner rock they don't like that term although they fully admit that they were pretty stoned while doing it <laughs> kind of thing so it's got all the classic stoner rock stuff everything's down tuned there's yeah, yeah, drone, yeah. drone progressions and stuff it's 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 great down- honestly lyrics. though
0: like when i when i heard that i mean i, I listened to a, probably about half the song just briefly briefly something yeah. in that clip and it, it i was like what is this rush Like, <laughs> 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 i didn't i, I didn't I, I wouldn't have thought that it was from that era or that it, oh, like from no, the late wait. 90s like thought like i thought like it was older yeah yeah 70s yeah. Prog Totally. Rock. totally yeah. Yeah. well that's
3: what they're that's where they're coming from though right like that's that's all that stoner rock is is just yeah. 70s rock continued kind of thing yeah, yeah. which i think is i think that's probably why it appeals to me but yeah
0: but it's not super crazy heavy though no no like i mean it, so when, I, is... when i the sort of rock that i think of that i like is kind of like that stoner doom kind of stuff which is like you know un <laughs> yeah 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 inhumanly <laughs> heavy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but no it's cool it's uh yeah yeah
3: yeah, no, it's good. It's a great album, too. Um, you can get torrents of it all over the place kind of thing, so I recommend that. Um,
0: I know, just uh, as an aside, I wanted to mention something. Just uh, as far as albums that, like, kind of got released sort of under the radar, and um, I was reading some stuff today, and this is kind of related because it's got proggy kind of elements, but um, Cedric Bixler's of Aleph and the Mars Volta. Like, yeah, and, and the Mars Volta is my yeah. favorite band ever. Um, he had this band that I didn't even know existed that put out an album called, the band's called Anywhere. And the album covers just like pictures of mountains with like a vaguely 70s stoner rock kind of font. Oh, and great. it's really, really weird. And like, I had no idea this even came out. It was like released in like very small quantities a couple of years ago. It's just an hmm. album floating around. It's really cool. Like, it's good. It's just...
2: Let me, let me need to be in a band like you're in a, a successful band. So you can just really release a side project without yeah, any yeah, promotion. Yeah. It's just like, put it out there. And yeah, and let it was it like, float like, out it and was like on
0: else. a label that was associated with some music festival. So it was not even like a regular label, it was just like the festival put out this record in like a limited release, and I heard a video on, because he's got a solo album coming out sometime soon, right? Okay. Because Amar Volta broke up, which is like (laughs) the biggest tragedy of our age, and um, (laughs) I was uh, looking up to see if I could find any clips about his solo album on YouTube when this came up, and like the cover actually sort of reminded me of the cover of this album that you are playing, because the font and everything is that that sort of like Like, stereotypical 70s kind of, yeah, yeah, so, but yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that, I just thought I would mention it, because it was really good, and uh, I'm not playing it today, but. I might, I might play something from anywhere
2: because I really liked uh, Now working. I kind of want to check it out Yeah, It's cool, yeah But yeah, yeah for now Let's something. check this it out what
3: a... So
0: what's the song title again? It
3: is uh, It's a song called King by a band called Unita Right on <laughs> King, what'd you guys think?
0: I, uh, it was... for some comparisons to I'm Mother Earth? Yeah, that yeah, end bit totally sounded like one more restaurant there. It was cool. Cool. And, like, how, so how did, you, how did you hear about these guys? Like, if this album didn't come out, is it just because you were listening to the other bands? Oh, uh, it, sure. it was,
3: just music discovery. I got tired of whatever I was listening to and ended up uh, foraging into Stone Rock and found Caius and then through it, you know, just followed the uh, food chain all the way up to, uh, to uh, this. John Garcia, the guy who sang on that, he did a couple of other projects. He was with a band called... Slowburn, I think they also had an unreleased album um so basically a lot of projects (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, totally totally stoner rock but yeah he was basically involved with a lot of projects that created a lot of great music that never got released so i recommend that you kind of like try and track those guys down if you're Mm. into that kind Uh, of. that's
2: interesting yeah coming well i I do like sort of going through the wormhole of like finding something you've never heard before and then it's associated to all these other new things yeah
0: Yeah. i find it's uh, well it's so much easier to do it now right sure i kind of liked it more um yeah, when you're looking at when you used to do it, or you didn't have the internet. Because this this is the problem I think with kids. You know the problem with kids these days <laughs> is that like a kid a off ball. my lawn. Yeah, it's it's, um, really like it's that yeah, it we take up the whole show to complain about kids these days. Yeah. But no, it's you know I think we talked about this before too. Is that like when you have the a record, it doesn't have to be a record, CD, tape, whatever, and you got the liner notes, you got the songwriting credits. It kind of because you couldn't look it up any other way. It's, it inspires you to kind of look into okay, who is this guy? And let's find out what band he was in. The guy who wrote yeah. the song, if it's a cover, and then let's find his music, and then from there you go back and. And, yeah. like, you I mean, you can do that now, but I think people with MP3s are not necessarily... I mean, someone's got an iPod shuffle. They're not looking at the songwriting credits. I
2: think it's also that there are only so many people that are going to do that anyway. and Similar-minded yeah. people well, are I'm still Well, I'm sure back then you're right. You're it.
0: right. People probably bought tapes and CDs, records and CDs and didn't mm-hmm. even bother reading the yeah. yeah. But it just seems like it's more prevalent to not care about that stuff because that's not even an element of the record anymore. Yeah. Is it hot or not? <laughs> well, I mean, just in yeah, terms actually, of how you it consume it, right? It's like, I mean, people are more likely, just in general, to have MP3s and they'll download an album... And, I mean, it's not like you buy it, you open it up, and that's right there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you dump it on your iPod, you listen to it. You,
3: There's a lack of the physical content, like the lack of, like, even, even the difference between opening up a CD package and opening up a big vinyl. Like, yeah. it's, it's a totally different when you fold open the gatefold and you've got the artwork yeah, yeah, and yeah. Other things in big So,
0: things. and it's right there in front of you, and you have to look at it to take the record out, right? So, you you, you I think you're more likely, MP3, it's all digital, you just copy it right on your thing and listen to it yeah. and go. And yeah. that's fine, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's, it, seems,
3: that, it seems more disposable, though. It is, you know, yeah. Like, it
0: lim- and it limits the kind of discovery, unless you're just the type of person who's gonna look it up anyway, yeah, which is fine. Which yeah, a lot of people are, right? Yeah, so, yeah, like I use
3: I use Wikipedia, so yeah, yeah. be that as it may, but it's a great resource for if you're trying to find stuff and trying. And that to track can back. be a
0: wormhole too a click, 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 totally, because yes. you open
3: up this band and it's like, oh, here's ten other guys, and you go check out ten yeah, guys yeah. And, I think and and then you them. look up the
0: former members and you click on their bands yeah, and stuff, yeah, 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 you're trying
3: to figure out how everything connects, and you've got this web I
0: mean, it's definitely cool. I don't want to put down the internet. I mean, this shows on the internet, you know, like this. The internet. I mean, like I would have you know i would have no creative outlet creative outlet not for the internet but but like you know i just i just feel like uh that kind of backtracking like you're talking about which is really cool to do i enjoy doing is kind of i don't know yeah it's It's different it's so different it's so different
3: and it's it's different too once you've got like like Before I had, like, you know, iTunes or whatever, it was just, like, listen to stuff in WinApp, and then you've got the mp3, and then you've got the file name. So you've got artist, song name. That's right. You don't have the album in front of you, so you can't, you know, when you go into a record store, you don't know what you're looking for. Exactly, And the other thing cool, like you were saying, like, that you need a cover, it's very similar to... um, there's that Mars Volta cover that you were talking about, which had like the same lettering and the same. Well, it wasn't the of Mars
0: Volta, here. but it was like a similar kind of scenery <laughs> picture. It was uh, anywhere the name of the band was the guy from the Mars Volta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and that yeah, I kind of too. it's kind of this like old timey font, right? like old timey like seventies font. And there's like this scenery thing, and it's like, oh, that's really cool. If I saw that in the store, I'd be like, I want to check this out. What is it? Yeah, absolutely.
3: And too, like when I go shopping for vinyl, it's like sometimes you know I will have never heard of this band because they've got. The crazy psychedelic album with the with the massive yeah. you know nature scene in the background and all the band <laughs> members are highlighted in green or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like okay done yeah. got it. And okay. usually you find out you know it's great and if it's not you're like well whatever cost you know. fifty cents whatever, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah kind of I actually thing.
0: don't do that. I, I really don't buy things. Um based on not knowing what it is. I I don't, I don't go into record stores looking for something in particular usually. I've <laughs> some terrible
2: albums from doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: You have a lot of weird stuff, man. You have, I mean some of it's cool, you have a lot of really like what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I just I feel like that there's uh, I have a limited amount of money to spend on records, so I'm going to yeah, no most no, likely go for something like when I went to the record, last time I went to the record store, I bought like a Mudhoney album and a, that Bad Brain single, right? Mm-hmm. And like those are both bands that I've loved for years, and it's like I can't go wrong with it, you know. If this is my records that I'm buying for like the month or whatever, because I don't get out that much, right? Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not gonna risk it on like you know Jimmy and the the Jimmy Steve Dave in right? the boxes or something, like you know, I'm not gonna just buy just that. Drop badass shades on Yeah, whatever. it might be great, right? But if <laughs> uh, if my my sixteen bucks is gonna go to something, and I got one thing to pick, it's gonna be the Mudhoney record. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, but. But that is cool. Like I mean, I did use yeah. to do that more. I think. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, that's yeah. That's where that's just the magic of thrift stores, right? Like that's kind of just a. Yeah. I think it's probably a Winnipeg or a Southern Manitoba kind of staple kind of thing, and that's. You know, you can find a lot of garbage there, but you can find a lot of good stuff too. To yeah, I've, st- I've stopped looking away. for records
2: so, Yeah, stores.
0: I haven't. I don't I haven't done that in a long time actually. Uh, tapes, still yes. Yeah. Tapes, I bought a lot of.
2: Uh, maybe You'd probably find new. your Rock'em Sock'ems, too. On uh, that is the plan. That's fun. Yeah.
0: I actually, t- Twitter tweeted at Don Cherry. Asking them if they, they were still in print anywhere. <laughs> <We> had, <laughs> didn't get a response. But uh, yeah. we want to have a night where we watch, uh, well, not more than one night, where we do a podcast where it's us watching the Rock'em Sock'em videos and commenting on it. Nice. Which would well, be awesome. We'll probably break out into a fight or something. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> we did actually, uh, the last uh, two episodes ago, um, we were doing just a regular show, but we had uh, Hockey's Hardest Hitters 92-93 playing in the background, so I, you listen to the episode, and like we're talking about some song, and all of a sudden everyone goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> <Very> <laughs> it's just strange. like Bob Probert, awesome, you know. And so yeah, so we're gonna actually do a, a real show on it, maybe yeah. if we get around to it. But
2: yeah, play a song. Okay, I'm gonna play. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, like I mentioned, uh, I've got a few. Maybe we'll, we'll do the honorable mentions later. Yeah, sure. a few that fit the theme. Yeah, I think I already did the honorable well.
0: mentions in the beginning, but um,
2: but I'm gonna play one that uh isn't really about lawyers, but I'm gonna throw You're an gonna interpretation afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a song by Dan Deacon called snookered okay it's off of um it's about pool uh <laughs> lawyers play pool don't they? They probably yeah, no yeah, it's yeah. not about pool but um it's about being snookered in life i think okay. kind of thing like things just always happening the same way seems like the life of a lawyer yeah maybe um, or a
0: more criminal who's in court
2: yeah uh it's <laughs> off his album bromst how do you spell that b-r-o-m-s-t i think he made it up okay to name the album and uh Yes, yeah, from two thousand nine. He's got a, a more recent one out since then. Who is this guy? So he's uh he's an electronic musician. Um, he's been around for quite a little while. He went to like music school and learned composition and and all that. And um, yeah, he's got some <laughs> really some of it's pretty bizarre. He has stuff where he's singing like with a vocal effect, like a really high pitched oh, thing, nice. which you would probably I love that. probably like. That's, That's my album.
0: favorite effect ever. Really.
2: This uh, this album has a lot of. It's computer-generated on the album, but a lot of xylophone, like almost the whole thing, has like xylophone layers, like looping and kind of cycling. And um, he toured with like a 14-piece band with a bunch of people doing percussion and live instruments and stuff. But otherwise he's known, I've never seen him, I I kind of missed an opportunity once uh, in another city, but uh, he's known as like a very exciting and engaging live performer. He'll usually set up right in the middle of the crowd and there's a lot of participation Cool. You, oh, could, you could see a video of him at like a fest- <coughs> music festival I watched uh, recently, where he gets like, like thou- uh, probably a thousand people or something to do a huge spiral, and it ends up with everybody running in a circle. Oh, nice. Like it, it works. He just gets everybody into it. And uh, that sounds awesome. So I've always really enjoyed, you know, like really good live performances, yeah, yeah. and I like his music as well. Like it's some of it's pretty kooky. Um, he, he's also associated. Did you ever watch that video? It's like drinking out of cups. So like a animated lizard yeah you showed it to me and it was amazing He somehow associate he he was the guy it's him and this other guy who made that i remember
0: <laughs> you showed it to me and i was just like what is this, this yeah is so if, crazy. if anyone
2: wants to see my favorite yeah, youtube video it's of really the time, worth youtube seeing. uh drinking out of cups i think you
0: showed that to me when you were living at that house that you were house sitting at which had the crazy dual
2: level thing that's and, possible yeah. yeah yeah okay well let's check out the song and uh we can deacon, snookle- okay Dan deacon snooker
0: Alright, go ahead. Talk about
2: Alright, so that was a song. That was Snookered by Dan Deacon off of the album Brompsed. I like the title. Brompsed. So, yeah, the lyrics to that song, they're pretty short, so I'll run over them here. Been, over been... With yeah, the trucks! Been round this road so many times, feel like its skin is part of mine. This taste of milk is almost gone, still got no shame, but not for long. Been wrong so many times before, but never quite like this. Heard all in the rain, but the rain all turned to piss. I hope to make it home one day. I doubt that day will come. I know you know something. Wow. So it could be someone uh, going through a criminal trial.
0: <laughs> to be honest, I couldn't even hear the make out the vocals. You
2: long. no, they're at the beginning. I think you were, we were talking over them. Okay. Yeah, they're they're you can make them out more or less. Um, yeah. So that uh, um album, I haven't heard his most recent one, but this whole one has a very similar feel to it. Every song is pretty like like almost joyous sounding, like very it's a big celebration, a big big party.
0: Yeah. Well, you were, Garrett. You were saying it sounded like the Polyphonic Spree, right?
3: Yeah, it sounds like the Polyphonic Spree, and a lot of things. It just sounds like they're on a lot less acid
2: than the Polyphonic
3: Spree ever was, yeah. kind of thing. So it's out of. You a don't think the Polyphonic
0: Spree was on a lot of acid? I think they were on tons of <laughs> acid, way more than this. <laughs> okay, sorry, I was yeah, trying yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah,
3: say. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I like the the. It was definitely more technical playing, and a yeah. lot of I like the layered xylophones. i mean, But it has that
0: like kind of oof to the Polyphonic Spree. Yeah, yeah where, it's where it's just got, like this, like I don't know joy, I joy, joy. Okay, up. Polly Frank is the dude from Tripping Daisy. You remember Tripping yeah, Daisy? Yeah, okay. Um, and he, they wear robes, like cult kind of robes, and there's like 20 of them. We did that once. Yeah, we did that. But we didn't have like 20 people. No. We did that more than once. <laughs> uh, but we didn't have like 20, and they have like a huge amount of people playing like all kinds of crazy instruments. Some of them yeah. are just a choir, and like they're just like, they're so just super, super happy and like positive and upbeat, and
2: it's
3: yeah.
0: just like... Oh,
2: okay. I think I've seen video of them. I think uh, I have a video of them
0: once some. DVD somewhere yeah. I may have shown yeah, you. It's like know. it's
3: all layered, but it's like they're all playing all these different instruments. Yeah. So the different timbers and tones, but they're all playing one note. So it just sounds. Uh, massive yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. This was like kind of
0: player. like the same kind of like feeling as it though, but it was a little more subdued, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Cool,
2: yeah Sorry, cool. I'd recommend. I I really like this album. Yeah, a lot of. How did you discover this learning. song? Um, like I don't know. I think the I think I saw that internet video, and it's him, Dan Deacon, and this other guy, Liam something or something, Liam. And, the one that and yeah. then I googled, or then I like YouTube or googled Dan Deacon. And the first thing that pops up, or that would pop up at the time, was him playing on like a a local TV show, like the news or something. And it's just like you know, featuring local artists, Dan Deacon. And he's got these huge bottleneck glasses on, or yeah, yeah and uh, coke he's got glasses, yeah. yeah, yeah, coke bottle glasses. He's got a, a table covered in wires and like junk, nice, and he sings a weird song about like, uh, I can't remember what it is anymore, but. The, this bizarre song, and he's using like the sort of really high-pitched voice effect. And after he's done, the people are just like, "Well, thanks, Dan, for <laughs> coming into the studio." Yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's not what they were anticipating at all. Like, well, uh, well, I I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't think he's very eccentric. I think he's actually really well-spoken from what I remember seeing in interviews. But uh, yeah, certainly his music can be a bit eccentric or was. I think, and it was cool. I remember so at the time looking into him a little bit more. And when he started out, he started with equipment that he found in dumpsters at his college. Well, that's cool. I was going to ask he, he, he found like some it. pretty cool stuff. But, and, and it showed... He seems the, like the type of guy... There was know. like a... On a website, there was like a picture of his setup, because it was all like duct taped to this table permanently yeah. pretty much. And you could click on each thing, and it would say what it is and what it does, which is really cool, because like I didn't know and still don't know all that much about yes. making... Yeah, that kind of snowy um, But I guess, the, you know... You pump makes, things
0: into a wall. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of signal generators <laughs> yeah. and
2: modulators and... yeah that's no, cool so
3: so was it was it all was it all like do-it-yourself electronics or was it like a lot of found item instruments like ding and on no no stuff? it would have been like
2: electronic stuff like,
0: oh, like this whole thing the, is electronic like, like is it samples and stuff or what is yeah, it yeah
2: I think some of it will use samples like I know I saw I was listening to an interview with him recently and he was talking about one of the songs on this album and it's like he the idea started from this little snippet of a sample played backwards oh cool and which would be unrecogn... you know probably very brief and unrecogn- Yeah, yeah so, which is kind of yeah, what right. I'm Learning how to get into these days. Yeah, I can that. see that type of As thing well. being something you would be. In, not, like not. No, like this is mean, that 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 kind of starting yeah. from some sort of unexpected point like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. so there are samples in there, and then a lot of it is probably these days computer. Yeah. Generated. When is this from? Like, did we? Two thousand nine. And he's got one more since then, and quite a few more bizarre ones uh, from before then.
0: Cool. Cool. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. it. was weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. It was good. All right. I dug it. Alright, uh, I guess I'll play something now. Um, I'm going to play uh, a song by Buju Banten. And, uh, you know, it seems fitting because Buju Banton is currently in jail. Um, <laughs> there you go. For uh, being involved in a massive cocaine deal. Buju! Oh. That, uh, to be fair, he is innocent of.
2: <laughs> and uh, there are, like. Well, he's been. It's innocent until proven guilty. Has he not been.
0: The, proven guilty kay. at this point? Uh, this is not just me defending Buju Banton because I've been okay. listening to him since I was 14. That's because he there's makes a There's actually. I mean. There's actually, like, there was a... He's in Miami, right? He's, he's from Jamaica, but this happened in Miami. He's in jail in the States. And there was an article in one of the big Miami newspapers outlining all of the reasons why it's, like, a... Sh- like a I mean, it was, like, they're trying to... He, he didn't deserve to be in jail for as long as he is I mean, he was... Yes, he was involved in this deal that went down, but it was based on an informant, like, recording him. And there's a lot of questions over whether what he was saying was actually related to the drugs in question. Uh, basically, like, he was as far as as he tells it he was bragging to this guy this guy was talking to him about drugs and he was like oh yeah i'm famous i can get whatever you want but he didn't actually mean that like i'm going to get you drugs so this is the tape of him saying oh yeah i can get you weed i can get you coke i can get you whatever i'm famous i got connections you know and he said in court like i was just talking tough i didn't actually and then the guy brings him to the warehouse and again from his perspective he's saying like I was, like, pretty shocked to see this massive pile of coke there because I wasn't... I was kidding. You know? But they have him on tape saying, oh, yeah, I'll get you this and this and this. And then this guy busted a bunch of people who were also Jamaican that he was, like, you know, hanging around them. So, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of stuff. And it's, it's, gone, it's been gone retried, like, a couple times. And there's all these, like, things mm-hmm. back in court all of the time. So he, there's definitely a question as to whether he's... No didn't, I'm, I'm so. not I'm
3: not familiar with with this fellow. So what is is he like is he politically motivated? Would they have a reason to put yes, him down? Yes, there would
0: be a reason to put him down. Um I don't know if I want to get into this, but we're talking about Buju, so we have to. Um, Oh, boy. When Buju Banton was... I mean, I have a lot of strong opinions on this. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's it's worth mentioning because a lot of people are going to hear his name and have one specific association with him, and it's a negative one, and they're going to be like, why are you playing Buju on your show? Why do you listen to his records? How can you support him? Blah, blah, blah. When he was 16, he's like 40-something now, right? All right. He was 16, he wrote the song called Boom Bye Bye. I don't know if you've heard about it. Oh. It's very offensive in that it is very homophobic. This was written okay, decades yeah, ago. Then I
3: definitely recognize the name. All decades right, ago, de-
0: he was a teenager. I mean, I'm not justifying the content of the song because it's horrible, but like
3: everybody says,
0: stupid everyone stuff says stupid when stuff when they're teenagers. He happened to have it recorded, right? Um, and he's from a third world country where homo- homosexuality is still illegal, so it's not like I mean. So what's happened with this song is unfortunately, I mean, when he was in his tw- late 20s, mid to late 20s, he had kind of a um, lifestyle change. He became really into Rastafari. He's all uh, songs started to change from like girls and clubs and shit to like conscious, like you know, poverty and you know, all this stuff. And like, he was very, very positive message and stuff, right? right? But he's had this song stick around with him forever, and people still bring it up when they're talking about dancehall and homophobia. And there is a problem with homophobia and dancehall for sure, absolutely. And this is the song that always comes up because it's pretty harsh, the lyrics, right? So mm-hmm. he's had this following forever, and tons and tons of people. Hate him because of it, and they want to see bad things happen to him. And there's like a whole, like, I'm not saying he's like, you know, being persecuted or anything, because I mean, he wrote the song, he's not, he performed it, whatever. But like, there's definitely a lot of people who want to see him shut down because of the song he wrote when he was 16. Hmm. And I don't think anyone takes into account, and again, I'm not justifying the content, but right. that he was from a very religious country. He was a teenager, probably uneducated, third world country. Uh, being gay is still illegal there, so it's not like he's presenting this from our perspective. Where it's a normal thing, it's accepted. Everyone's cool. That you know, it's like this is a normal day-to-day thing in this country. That this shit is not cool. I mean, it's not cool that it's not cool there. <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I have. I, I mean, I, I have. I'm not. I'm not comfortable saying I love the song because I mean the message is reprehensible. <laughs> but I mean, it's. I think that people have blown away out of. Wait, is this the song that you're gonna play? No. No. <laughs> but this is why a lot of people. <laughs> this is why I do not want to get into it. But okay. okay. There's definitely a large number of people who have a hate on for Buju because of that song that was written so long ago, and actually shortly before he went to jail, not because he was going to jail, but he actually met with a gay group in Miami, and he talked to them, and like they wanted to come have a conversation with him. So you know, he came there. He's like, you know what? Look, I'm I'm a religious guy. I don't agree with this, but he wasn't like addicted or anything. He just came and had a, like. And they I remember them saying in the news too. They're like, you know what? Like, he doesn't agree with our, you know the, the way we are, and it's kind of upset, unfortunate that he can't understand. But, like, at least he came and talked to us civilly and didn't... And tried to make peace in right, a way. Right, right. So, I mean, I think that it's kind of overblown. Oh, Buju Band is horrible homophobe because he was a teenager and wrote this song that... And also, just to, like, rewind all that, um, he's a dancehall artist, especially in the early 90s when he was doing that stuff, right? I mean, the whole... You listen to any dancehall song, every song is about how how the, the performer in question, whether it's Buju, Ninja Man, anybody, is the number one, is the alpha male, is that everyone else is going to get killed everyone else. So, I mean, him...
3: It's a unifying theme that he was imitating.
0: Well, that was was the the cultural thing. I mean, like Yellow Man, for example. Every Yellow Man song is about how he gets all the women, how he's the best. Every Ninja Man song is about how he's going to murder all the competition. He's not literally going to murder them, right? So, I mean, you know, like, people using, like, uh, homophobic terms to put down other guys, that's not really uncommon, you know what I mean? Like, especially back in the early 90s and stuff, right? So if he's talking shit about gay people... And then he's also in the song, picking up himself and talking about how he's the greatest and all the women love him. I mean, yeah, he's saying bad stuff about gay people and it's not, not okay. But also in the context of it, I think a lot of it is like, you know, I'm the man. You guys are all fags. Uh, you know, it's
3: it's the smackdown. It's a bracket it that. Right. Deal.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I, and so all of this. That's not why he's in jail. He's in jail because of this thing with the coke deal. Right. But I think that there's a lot of pressure, political pressure in the states, especially don't right go away. easy on to not yeah. go easy on this guy because he is the figurehead for the anti-gay right. thing Can't and dance on a lot of other guys not him necessarily have been complete like uh, Sizzla for example who we've talked about on the show before he also hates white people um, but he's, he's basically been on there and they asked him like are you gonna stop singing about this stuff in your music and he was kind of like why would I stop? Like he doesn't even. It doesn't even occur to him that there's something wrong with this. Oh, Like wow. because you know, no, because it's just hardwired, right? It's hardwired. He's extreme. That guy is that extremely is religious. He's part of like a really orthodox sect of Rastafari, right? And like, he's again from a third world country. Again, like the president or prime minister of Jamaica, re- like a couple of years ago, said he has no intention of changing the law that being gay is and being gay is illegal, right? That's a rough. It's guy. insane. It's crazy. But I mean, so someone growing up in that environment is not going to be necessarily think like We think it's crazy. But if you grow up and that's the normal thing you're exposed to, yeah, that, I get how right. Yeah,
2: right? You, you, yeah you can't really. So I mean, I, that.
0: and, I, and I, every time I br- I try to argue this, people think, well, you're just you're just defending them. You're being homophobic. No, I'm not. I don't think it's cool. But I think that people but growing up in that environment influence. I think you have to at least way, take right? into account what the background is, right? So anyway, that's why he's in jail, not for that. But there's definitely a large. I mean, there's dog, been documentaries about this and stuff about dance, hom- homophobia and dancehall. Yeah. There's a campaign called Stop Murder Music, that like, um, you know, is. Uh, like, pretty big, and it's about stopping all these guys. Some of these guys have been banned from touring in the States and the UK and everything because of the lyrics, hmm. and so he's the figurehead for it, so whether that has anything to do with him being in jail or not, I don't know, but that, there's definitely but there pressure, there's definitely pressure, the so, yeah, okay. and his thing is, and there's questions about his trial, so I, you know, I'm not going to be like, well, there's a conspiracy, but, I mean, a lot of people are glad he's in jail. Yeah, no, that's uh, I like his music a lot, uh, that song obviously has its problems, <laughs> um, but... The song in the play is off an album called Unchained Spirit, which came out in the late 90s. Uh, it was actually on Anti Records, which is a subsidiary of Epitaph. Hmm. He had done some stuff with Rancid. Really? On yeah. Life Won't Wait. Okay. And um, so then from that, they got he got into this label. And this is the only thing he released on that label. I don't think it did so well. Because people Anti was putting all like, Tom Waits records and stuff, right? Hmm. So like I don't think Bougie was necessarily fits into that thing. But I mean, there's a song on here called Law and Order, and it's about him being taken into court for some crime he's committed and going to see the judge and stuff, and it's actually kind of in light of what happened, like, a decade or so later. You know, it's kind of like, oh, man. But, and I was... uh, It's a good song. It's the last song on the album, and um, while I was listening to it and thinking, oh, hey, I should play this song, he also has a song that came out. The last thing that he released, the last big release he was on before he went to jail was a song called Ja Army by um, Stephen Marley and Damian Marley, and he does a verse in the middle of it, and, like... The song is not about court at all or jail or anything like that, but the song goes on for like two and a half minutes, and all of a sudden, Gujoo comes in and he does this ridiculously awesome, it's like the best thing he'd done in years. This like minute to two minute and a half, it's like a really, really long, it's multiple verses, mm-hmm. and he just goes and goes and goes and goes, and he's talking about like this court stuff and how like he's not gonna be held down, and how even though they want to like you know lock him away forever, and all this, and it's just so good. But I didn't want to play the whole song because nothing else has to do with the thing, so this song is specifically about. Law and Order. It's called Law and Order. you Banton and Chain Spirit. Alright.
5: Monday morning. I've got to face the truth. Yeah, that say oh yeah, stop to face
0: That was Gargamel, Pooja Benton, uh Law bon and Order. That was not Boom Bye Bye. But that was, uh, you know, um, a lot of what he's saying on the song could be relevant if he'd released it, like, last week, you know? But yeah. he's been in Jeff for a few years now, and he was, like, he got, like, ten years. Oh, wow. Which is crazy for a guy who, and he won a Grammy the year before. Like, I mean, he was, you mm-hmm. know, he was doing well. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like he was some, you know, failed guy who had been, you know, out of the limelight for a while. Like, he was one of the top guys. I mean, like, the album that came out previous, or two albums before, the one he won the Grammy for, like, was extremely critically acclaimed. I actually didn't like it as much as his old stuff, but... It was, uh, it was, like, really, it was called, uh, uh Rasta Got Soul, and it, um, it was big. It was, like, a big record. Hmm. And then this happened. Well,
2: uh, yeah, probably why he had so many sweet coat connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I have no idea, because I obviously wasn't there and stuff, but I can, I can see that a guy whose job is bragging about himself, especially when he was
2: younger, right? Or he actually did know people, but he didn't realize... Kind he didn't of, realize
0: he was being taped, right? It's probably
2: well, obviously, and then, like... The extent to uh, you know the severity of this potential yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just some the guy following him, him right. around all
0: the time, like, oh, cool, you're bougie and what you do, more? I can get some coke. Oh yeah, I can get that, right? Yeah. So I mean, or or he actually did make the connections to sell the thing, and then he's just trying to pretend he's innocent, which
3: could also happen. Yeah, more money, more problems. Yeah, I don't know. So. But that was good. I like that song. I like the, uh, even the vocals. Like, you could tell he wasn't on the note, but it sounded raw. It sounded like he was, like, super passionate.
0: Well, because he started he out singing. as just a DJ, like, D-E-E-J-A-Y. I always just make a distinction with people think I'm talking about a disc jockey. But he would just be chatting. Like, it would be, like, uh, like Jamaican rap, essentially, right? Like, down, yeah. the dance hall. And then, once he kind of had the shift in his, like, political, spiritual, whatever views, he switched over to doing a lot more singing. But he still has a super gruff voice and I like his singing actually a lot like I think I mean I like his I like his, his, his dance hall stuff too but I like his um, his singing voice is cool it's, it's yeah, no, still no, it's super it's super he has got a
3: character right like it's yeah, like Bob Dylan like for he's sure he's not a great yeah. singer but you still appreciate what's behind yeah. it right? and I mean
0: that's an instantly recognizable voice too like yeah. I mean I could, you know a lot of a lot of dance hall stuff sounds somewhat similar uh-huh. but especially now that it's all autotuned to shit but like uh, you know Buju like it's I don't know he's I mean I've been listening to him literally since I was about 14 years old like I, I've been a fan for a long time and this is... That's after Boom Bye, Bye came out, but I didn't mm-hmm. know really about it at the time. Like, right. But, you know, as a guy, I usually buy all his albums that come out, and I don't have any guilt about it, because, like... I know... A lot, I've heard people say, like, oh, I can't buy his records because of that song, and it's just, like, you know what? Neil if, Young, it was,
2: if it was this whole thing... If it like, was this whole, like, like, like right? yeah. yeah. Then, Neil I
0: mean, Young has songs is like, supporting Reagan, you know, in the 80s. He had all kinds of weird political turns, right? Everyone has some bad stuff. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. like this is Screwdriver, and I'm listening to some, like, hateful white power band. It's... It's the guy who had one song, and probably still doesn't like gay people very much, but his whole thing isn't about that, right? It's not like, it's not like his whole point of making music is to shit on people, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. He's in jail, um, it sucks, because I, I would like to hear more music from him. I don't know how much that's going to affect his, I mean, he's obviously not recording now, right? I, mean, I don't think so. Right, can still get some sweet connections. I guess, yeah, yeah. But he's, uh, I saw a picture of him, actually, like, in jail, because they won't, uh, that like he's very um he has a specific diet which does not involve any meat or any uh oh, okay because he's a raster right so they have it's basically it's almost vegan He doesn't have diets. a problem eating off of tin trays so he's apparently they were refusing to feed him his like yeah. religious diet oh, okay. so he's like super like emaciated now and stuff because he, he looks uh. he looks really rough like And i mean i don't know how he i don't know he's in miami right i have no clue how big would is in miami i but, feel
3: like florida is a Bad place to be in jail. if yeah. you are not white. It's, well, he's I white. Think, he's not white,
0: but right. Yeah. So you think
3: Florida totally would be good if you're white? Be, no, I think I, I think it would be better if you were white. Really? I feel like there's. I don't, I don't it, think and had embezzled money. I th- yeah, I, I mean, think well, the type saying, of
0: crime too, right? I mean, he's in there for drug dealing. That's yeah, not going right. to be like the the easy uh, federal prison where you no, hang especially out. Especially not chess.
3: there, where it's like you know where you got you know like the Cuban connection and all that fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. Too, right? So
0: this is probably like a, a dangerous as hell prison. But I just like... feel
3: like yeah, just given what I know about Florida, it is it is not a very <laughs>
0: race-friendly state. no i imagine it's not no 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 in no way. So. so he's probably having a. and on top of that he's not american he's he's jamaican there's like i mean he speaks english but he's got a pretty thick accent and that's going to be an issue he immediately spots him on his an outsider right yeah. so but maybe he's famous maybe people in jail are like oh it's bougie Bandit. i've been listening to you since you know <laughs> we, a, i love your song start that you wrote when you were 16 <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like okay i'll milk this that's fine yeah. <laughs> <sighs> if it keeps me safe here that's yeah, okay, okay. No, I, don't knows. Knows. I don't know. Yeah, kind of. But it's it's, it's story, an
0: interesting but... it's an interesting story like the whole trajectory of, of what happened. And like it's funny because he definitely released way better way more important music well after that song came out. Like his that wasn't really the peak of his career. That was when he was just starting out and it just kind of caught on because it was a hit there. And it, I mean as it, as I was saying while we were listening to it like I mean boom, Bye Bye for all of its obvious faults. Is, is a pretty catchy song. So, I mean, so like, if
3: you just release it as a dub single, it would be a good
0: time. Well, if you did, I mean, the hook of the song is pretty offensive, but like, uh, you can't really avoid it. I mean, there's <laughs> not really any part of the song that can be erased. To, okay. Yeah. All yeah,
2: right, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. Yeah, so,
0: you want to play another tune here?
3: Um, yeah, I wasn't really sure. This was a really hard topic for me because I, I kind of went through like my whole record collection and couldn't dig anything up. So, I decided to kind of phone it in with I Fought the Law. Okay. And I was hoping to find a copy by the critic. Sorry, the Crickets who originally wrote it uh, somewhere on YouTube, but all that seemed to come up was cover songs. So I guess we'll go with the uh, the Clash version. Awesome, which kicks a lot of ass. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, go
0: with that. Cool. I fought the law of Clash.
3: Doing their cover of uh, the Cricket's I Fought
0: the Law. I think they were actually covering the Bobby Fuller 4 version. No, nope. nope. nope.
3: Bobby Fuller 4 cover. No, I know, Bobby but I think
0: heads. The Clash oh. was covering oh, the Bobby okay. Fuller 4 okay. version. Okay,
3: okay, no, yeah. that makes sense because I was the one that made it big. I don't think The Cricket's really had a hit yeah. on their hands with that one. It's
0: interesting though because this version of, um, of the song I, that we just listened to is off the, um, the American version of the self titled Clash record. And uh, it actually came out in, like, uh, I think it was 78 or 79 in the UK. But that album came out in like. What I'm trying to get to saying is the uh, the the Clash self-titled album came out in the UK. This came out on an EP that came out a while after that. But in America, they just kind of tacked it onto the self-titled album. Okay. So the self-titled album, the green version of the self-titled album versus the blue version. The green ver- like the covers pictures. The green version has a bunch of extra tracks that were added on for America to kind of, you know okay boosted yeah, a little bit yeah. they were already known in england but in the states they weren't known so they released the first album with a bunch of extra shit that had also come out just so it was more bang for yeah your buck kind yeah of exactly yeah. So, some, like, so i mean a lot of recognize. people will know this as being a track off the first album it is actually not it's just on yeah i mean it's just on the
3: first american album
0: yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay. first the american version of the first album but it's not actually from and the track listing is all different too which is weird that's kind of strange what which is, is annoying that? because like i mean i actually only have the american version because it's just easier to Get a right. hold of right yeah. on vinyl. You think pages, that but... there's
2: a reason to have songs in a certain? There order. is, like, you and think I actually it, like
0: obviously. the I like the order of the. Um, I've heard both, and I think that the flow is better on the English version. Mm-hmm. But the American one, I think, was changed because they've added more tracks to it, yeah. maybe to make it even out on the sides better.
3: Do a different flow, yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyway, I mean, I love the song. I, I know this is your song, and I shouldn't be talking about right, it. But, fine, the, nice. but like, I, I absolutely love the song. I love the Clash, um, the only band that
2: matters. Uh, you know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what well, else see, in today's
2: episode, we've had the quips. By far, best local band ever, and then the Mars Volta. Mars Volta, been, yeah. Be- bad,
0: I didn't come up with the only band that matters. That was I know, the, I know. But yeah,
3: so. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Yeah.
0: So anyway, the Clash. Uh, I fought the law. Pretty great song. Um, I don't know if you want anything else you want to say. About I it.
3: don't really know if I had much else to say with it. That was kind of like a last-minute pick, and I was just like, "It's a good pick." It says, "I fought the law," right there in the title. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. And the low one, but yeah, no. But I feel like it's still semi-related on top. Yeah. Well, the yeah.
0: Bobby Fuller 4 version was actually, um, Rolling Stone magazine I put it on the list of 500 greatest songs of all time, Oh. which wow. is really cool. And that actually, I have, um, I downloaded a, uh, thing that has all of the songs from the 500 greatest hits, greatest, greatest songs of all time, and so I listen to it sometimes, and like, there's so much I disagree with on that list, <laughs> that like, I'm listening to it like, this is a great song, and then I'm like, what the fuck, why, you know, why is this here, because, like... Oh, Rolling Stone. I, know, I, I, I subscribe to Rolling Stone and yeah. I like the magazine, but I mean I, there's there's a certain bias towards kind of certain kinds of stuff. I mean I'm not arguing this song is inclusion in yeah. the West. It's a great song. But there's a lot when you listen to it from start to finish, it's almost more irritating than reading it in magazine form because you're like, Oh I wonder what's next. And it's like oh the Beatles again? You know, <laughs> and, it's like, oh, again? You know? <laughs> and it's just like there's a lot of stuff on there but that you don't doesn't like belong like the Beatles, eh? We're not talking about it again. Yeah,
2: right? yeah, no. <laughs> no we're not not down that road too many times. Um okay, so speaking like I fought the law And the law one. Yeah. Um, reminded me of a couple of things, just that idea uh, One was watching this, uh, this video of a, uh, it was a defense lawyer in the States Was talk. it Jim
0: Hammer Spiro? It was not <laughs> <laughs> But he talked, in, in this video <laughs> at least
2: he, It was a 30 minute presentation and he talked really fast It was like okay. an hour's worth it was of like material me? Yeah, at that speed for half an hour And yeah. he was talking about, now this is in the States So I don't know, there's probably differences in, in laws between Canada and the US yeah. But it was about how, it was why you should never talk to a police officer and it was like, in any situation whatsoever, and this was his argument, this was his thesis, and he was giving examples and, and this and that. And he, you know, gave it from a lot of different angles, and came down to, you should never talk to a police officer. And then he had a uh, a retired detective who was now in, you know, working in, uh, you know, as a lawyer or something like that, or as yeah. a representative, trying to, like, present the other side, or at least present from the other side. Why you should talk the to a police side. officer? Except... Ended up being... He just agreed with every point that the guy oh, yeah, made, right. and it was, you should never talk to a police officer. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, and uh, I wonder... To... No, so and so these days, like, I live more or less downtown. I'm yeah. walking downtown most days that I'm not working, yeah. and uh, you see these... There's uh, cadets. The police cadets. I see them all the time. Cadets all the me. time. And the drunk patrol. And, the, yeah. you know, just the people in the... The blue, the,
0: the like, kind of, like, yeah. blue. Yeah. They're yeah. in the blue, and
2: then there's the red people, like, just the That's That's of, the uh, downtown right, biz, right? Downtown yeah, biz yeah. or whatever. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about the law and what they can do and what, what if you should... Oh, what each yeah, of those if, types of people have the yeah. power to do? I'm curious about, like, authority and, like, if you even have to talk to someone or not. I don't know. Well, you know am not usually breaking any laws, but no. I think, yeah, I don't know.
0: I, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I was thinking, actually, and it's interesting that you picked The Clash, too, because I was thinking on my, maybe this is a good time to start talking about stuff that we were thinking of maybe playing and we didn't, but because one of the ideas I had to play was a song called Know Your Rights by The Clash. Okay. And um, the song is actually very much about kind of what you were talking about. Like mm-hmm. there's, um, it starts off, like I think he calls it at the beginning of the song. He says it's a public service announcement with guitar. And um, the rights, <laughs> you, you have three rights in the song. You have the right not to be killed. Murder is a crime unless it was done by a policeman or an aristocrat. Uh, number two, you have the right to food money. Providing, of course, you don't mind a little humiliation, investigation, and if you cross your fingers, rehabilitation. And then uh, the number three is you have the right to free speech as long as you're not dumb enough to actually try it. Yeah. So, like, I thought that was, uh, you know, it's not necessarily don't talk to cops, but it's, like...
2: Yeah. I would like to know... Uh, know your rights. Know what your rights. I, need, yeah. I have some friends who are in law school. Maybe I'll wait till they graduate and then <laughs> and sit them down yeah, for yeah, a yeah. big yeah. grilling. Yeah. It's a good thing to know. Yeah. So, any other uh, honorable mentions?
0: No, I think I mentioned them before. There was uh, oh, the an yeah, NWA right. song and yeah. there was uh, a bunch of Johnny Cash stuff. Um, I was actually thinking of... Um, I almost wish I had played this now, but it doesn't really specifically lawyers. It's a uh, court- courtroom. Uh, the Long Black Veil by Johnny Cash. Do you are you familiar with uh I think Long it's originally it's yeah. it's an old like I think it's an old traditional song or something. I'm not sure who originally did it, but it's it's one of my favorite Johnny Cash songs ever. He it's just oh man, it's, it hurts to listen. To. Like it's mm-hmm. it hurts in the heart, you know? Like the Hard story this, giving your heart an in Indian burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This the story of the song though is like this guy, um like he uh he cheats he sleeps with his best friend's wife, right? And um then he's uh, Someone who looks just like him is accused, like the murder happens, and the suspect looks just like him. He gets arrested and goes to court, and they ask him for an alibi. But since he was scronking sk- his best friend's wife at the time, he can't give the alibi. Otherwise, you <laughs> know. So he gets damn, killed. Damn he bad. gets executed. Whoa! And she keeps going heavy. to the grave to like cry over his death. It's a heavy Good song. One. It's a, and oh, I, cool. I actually I might find a way To play it in another show Because it really is Like a powerful song like it's, it's awesome cool. But uh, I mean There's no lawyer mentioned It's the judge You know in the court But he gets yeah. sentenced to death And he can't reveal his uh, It's a great song Really really awesome song But well, yeah that's, that's the only other one I had that I haven't mentioned Already as a potential um, I guess maybe uh, also Johnny Cash Like play I Got Stripes Or something you know mm-hmm. uh, But
2: yeah
0: Okay so I was, Did you have um,
2: any Well ones that came up Were um, Public Image Limited uh, Rules and Regulations Just because of the name
0: and no P.I.L. is good too. We've had them on the show before. Had yeah. them on the show. played them <laughs> on the show. Yeah, John Lydon was. Well, there. and that was okay. no, but that was the first one. That was I, the first episode. Was yeah. It so we that's why
2: have... I felt like oh, I could play it, but yeah, you could, you could have. Yeah, it would have been good. Uh, it almost
0: would have been better to have Rob here though, because he's a big fan, right? So it would have yeah. been, it would have been better to have him. Uh, I think so.
2: And the other one was also like the Jizza investigative, investigative reports. reports just because of is... the line investigative reports. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, really, there's no reason it's to a good not song, play but... anything
0: from that album ever. Like we play it always, you know. We play every. We'll probably have to have a Liquid Swords. Just the whole episode, show yeah. so we just played Liquid Swords From start mm-hmm. to finish Well I mean There's been a few times Where we could have played Stuff from Liquid Swords Like I remember um, In the spiritual show I brought up Like a, potentially We could have played uh, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth Because mm-hmm. Kill a Priest Right And the yeah. song uh, the acronym is Bible But we didn't do that And then I guess I played Jizza, But it wasn't like, The greatest Jizza Song but it was Fitting in with The filming Right Theme which was Episode 18 With Ryan Simmons <laughs> Look at you with the memory. I do remember all of the show numbers and the themes and the people. But we jumped to 43 somehow. For 23, it's 23. <laughs> it's 23. Garrett, any
2: honorable mentions? Yeah, was
0: there stuff that you thought of that, uh, I know, I know you kind of had to type... This is a short about. short yes yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: no, the other one that I thought of was, uh, it wasn't so much a dealing with, well, I guess it does deal with layers, but it was, uh, the George Harrison song that he wrote, uh, Taxman. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's Tax Layers, yeah. You know, he's like yeah. complaining about how they take, you know, whatever it was, like 19, 20ths of his, his income, which is a very legitimate legitimate complaint, although a yeah, yeah, little yeah. less legitimate yeah. when you're making millions, millions of dollars. dollars yeah. yeah. But I actually I haven't
0: had much experience with lawyers, personally. I had to use a lawyer to um, when I bought my house, and uh, that's really the only time I've ever had to deal with them. So as much as, like, you know, it's an interesting theme to have songs about, I really don't have any first-hand right. idea of what, like, you know... Basically, it was like pay the guy so he could fill out some forms for you to get your land title and stuff. You
2: know, so yeah, I don't pretty know. much. Yeah. So I've I, I never. I mean, have you? Uh, no, I've had something uh like notarized by a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, that
0: kind of stuff. Right, they just like people. And, the paperwork and I do it. have
2: like quite a few friends who are like in yeah. law school, close to finishing law school. Yeah. It became like a thing that I didn't really expect.
0: No, I know a, people I know I a few to people too. Yeah, yeah.
2: But it's something you, you can yeah. do. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad
0: I don't really want to have much involvement with lawyers. I'm sure it's probably yeah, no. But like I, I said, like
2: I, I would like to know some of these sort of for, the different. Uh, yeah, just
0: some basic info about like when you know, and what you can get arrested for.
3: Get a little, get a little fold-out card to stick in your wallet, and then it's like every yeah. time you get pulled over, just pull. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. according to this, hold yeah. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, let me just read. This so again. I'm drunk. That would be filed under D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, like a Rolodex of you know, <laughs> someone under yeah. S. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Well, you've always got the right to remain silent, right? Yeah, yeah. He's not on this show. Because going to
0: the whole time. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. you got to keep talking. Well, I think if you don't talk <laughs> on this show, you just get made fun of by everybody else. Like, I mean, like, uh, the Al episode, he kind of... Uh, takes yeah, off. if you you
2: here eating a hamburger
0: instead <laughs> <What>? of... <laughs> yeah, he's talking the first five minutes of the show, he's just... <laughs> so, like, someone says something about ground-up chicken cancer or something. <laughs> which it just went off. That was a good one. But um, because it's the... Uh, this is the middle of the song coming up, right? Yeah. I think? Yeah, we're on the last one. So what we usually do around this time is we do the whole... Um, actually, last time Rob did it, which was kind of nice. Do you want to... Here's Gosh. the rundown.
2: You've been listening to Witch Police Radio, episode number 43. 23. Whatever. Um, so you've clearly Is found us. Is that how we talk? You've clearly <laughs> found us on the internet. Uh, but you can also find <laughs> us on Monday nights, UMFM 101.5. 11 p.m. Monday nights, 101.5 UMFM. If you go to witchpolice.com, you'll also find all sorts of interesting music and things about local bands and bands from abroad and other places, and... Um, You'll find videos of live performances, speaking of which, our good guest Garrett is going to be performing at the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. That's right, Follow yeah, yeah last Garrett's
0: going to play a tune. Um, what is the song you know going to be It's called, When I Grow Up, I Want to Be
3: a Media Parasite.
0: Cool. Yep. And that's actually, there's a version of that, a uh, live version of that on the Dish Aid. Um... Yeah, we recorded it for Dish Aid. It was the... Uh... And that's that on Witch Police. Track, but
3: that was also on which Police. Yes. Yeah, you can
0: actually download, if you like Garrett's stuff at the end of the show, you can download the whole set. And, um, Mass Steve also played at that, and Steve has been on the show before, and he's pretty well known, I think, to Witch Police listeners. And, uh, who else? Tim Haverluck and the Tims. Um, Tim's been a guest on the show. Steve has as well. And, uh, so you know him, and, uh...
3: Uh, the other guy that played was, uh, our housemate Quincy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he was actually on, played on the first Coffeehouse thing, yep. which is also on Witch Police. So yeah, all this stuff is all connected. It's all intertwined. And Whoa. John played at the second one as Whoa. a member of the Wet Bananas. And their set is available for Download Witch Police as well. So... We have just gone
3: down the wormhole. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> click on any one of these names and you get a bunch of music and it'll be cool. So, yeah. Um, are you done okay, with pretending to be me or what's the deal? Now? I think
2: I covered all the bases.
0: No, social media. Um... Oh, I don't... Do we do Facebook, that? Facebook, Police. Oh, so search for the group uh at which police fm is the twitter um address for the show which i'm trying to get more people to go to because the average police one is kind of stagnant but that exists too at which police it actually has way more people following it for some reason so um and yeah so do that uh we don't have a 1-800 number yet uh, <laughs> i actually was thinking because you can get free one like toll-free numbers right so i was thinking
2: it's toll-free even for the person who
0: makes it yeah, yeah, yeah. so i was thinking like what if um we got one of those things and people would call up and, like, leave us messages, I like and then, like, idea. during the week, we just oh, build yeah. up these messages, and then we could play them on the show. That's a great idea. Cool, let's do that. All right, so, so anyway, wait, the want go I'm going to play, um, <laughs> I'm
2: going to play a song, uh, by David Byrne and Brian Eno off the album, uh, My Life in the Bush of Ghosts.
0: I keep hearing that that album is amazing, and I haven't heard it yet.
2: Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, and I actually could have played just about anything off this album. Um, it was delayed, like, it's known, it was very sample heavy, yeah. um, there were a lot of like African rhythms, <laughs> and uh, synthesizers and samples. Cool. Like uh, very little singing, if any, by Which you. Which is know.
0: weird because like David Byrne is a singer. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I don't. Has, know. Sorry. Like most known as anyway. But it's yeah.
3: not weird when you think that Brandy knows. Of course not. Project, no, 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 Right.
0: So yeah, it is very
2: cool. Um, and
0: you know, you played Eno before, in yeah. a couple of situations. You played yeah, stuff both produced Eno's and stuff. Eno's coming up
2: a lot. I mean, Talking Heads are. But, Talking Heads um,
0: have come up a few times, yeah. and he put that Bowie stuff that that he was involved in too, right? On yeah, these are
2: so. things that yeah. So you're obviously he's a
0: big uh, is he a big influence on your story you listen I'd to? I'd say or? so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like a pretty yeah. prevalent. Isn't um,
2: it? yeah. So this um being sample heavy, it was delayed being released because they had to clear all these samples. Like I think it would, it was recorded in between two Talking Heads albums, but yeah. it was delayed and got released. I think after that, you know, the second one of the two. Um, so, for that reason, a lot of lawyers involved. involved. Uh, but the song I'm going to play is Mia Culpa. Okay. So, uh, that's, you know, a law Law
0: term? Legal term? You know, legal term,
2: uh, a la Latin. All right. Latino. Uh, and, I don't think yeah. it's a Latino term. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing particular to say about this track. I think it's much shorter than the, the earlier one I played. Uh, but this is a great album. I'd recommend checking it out. Yeah, I keep hearing about it. So My I, Life I in the I... Bush of Ghosts. It's got a pretty good reputation. Culpa. Anyway. Which police? Yeah, that's the radio. end of the show. Um,
0: I actually don't uh, have anything else to say. Okay, well,
2: but stay tuned after the song. Garrett's going gonna Garrett's gonna to play something.
0: And uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you next time. I don't think we have a host yet for next, I guess, but you'll find out soon. It'll be fantastic. All right. What do you say?
1: I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I a first. not a
6: the perfect initializer for the kernel we are preparing the hash key to get the kernel to to get the kernel to the kernel to get the to get the kernel to get the kernel to get the kernel to
3: song that I uh, wrote about the media, which is a entity that I'm not very happy with most days, because um, they seem to sensationalize a lot and marginalize a lot, and most of it seems to be all about selling the advertisements. So I wrote an angry song about it, and I hope you like it.
7: Excellent.
0: don't I to me mean, like you're shitting on the jets i don't know if i can uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not shitting on the jets i'm just shitting on using them as promotional i think they should only be used for <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I love the jets